Damaged Goods Podcast. Everybody else has been worried about it more than I am just because... Long hair don't care, dude. I just put myself... I am 100% me all the time, and I don't put myself out for anybody, and I don't apologize for anything. How good does that feel? Really good. Liberation, Um, right? Yeah, it was. It was a liberating moment. I, uh, but with that, before I hit that point, I had to decide to forgive everybody. Oh yeah, of everything. Everybody who had hurt me or done anything to me that I've been holding on to. The problem is me having ADHD plus some obsessive compulsive things and being artsy and all that stuff. That's why I like you. Yeah, yeah. Same same, uh, issues (laughs) slash tendencies. Yeah. So because of all the visual stuff, I have a very. What I've realized is. Um, as I've gotten older, is my memory is so much more vivid than other people, which is why sometimes when I make something and it's like that, it, that's what it is, is you're catching that vividness because my memory is so vivid. Uh. So when I create whatever I'm creating, it's vivid too because I'm trying to portray that. So, Is your imagination always been vivid? Yes. Yeah, yes. And same. it never stops. That's why I smoke weed to go it, to sleep. It's good and bad at the same time. <laughs> uh-huh. like, Little mm-hmm. kid, no one's around. That imagination keep you yeah. occupied forever, but at the same time, it can fuck you up sometimes. Like, yeah, it makes it a little too intense, right? Well, and like my entire ninth grade year of school, I was lost in my imagination, imagining storylines for, <laughs> for comic like books. That I, yeah, yeah, that was my entire that, English that class, uh, so. that forgiveness mm-hmm. is more for yourself than for others. I mean, it's for others, but it, it, for me, like mm-hmm. that was my big forgiveness shit like mm-hmm. years ago. Did a bunch of ayahuasca ceremonies. Yeah. changed my life. Mm-hmm. Forgave others, mm-hmm. uh, really to take the load off my back. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, whatever. It's good for me to forgive them. Like, yeah. it's all good. Some people accepted it. Some people didn't acknowledge it. But yeah. I just noticed how it took a lot of weight off me. Yeah. Now I'm not carrying that that bitterness, that uh, you know, like the little edgy, like mm-hmm. angst against them. You know. Yeah. It felt really good. See, and I um, it's interesting you said that because I didn't even make that connection because I did start forgiving myself. See, breakthroughs on damage. Control. Yeah, I know, right? But what it was is um, I was starting to understand that again with my memories being so vivid. So certain things I had done, people and it, and the things are so minor, but and so people I would tell them. There's times I went like I also actually prior to forgiving everybody i guess i didn't i didn't think of it in the same terminology but i did go around making amends with people and so i would say hey i you know there were times i'm like look i yelled at you this time and it's because you know i didn't understand myself emotionally and i'm really sorry and they were like i don't even remember that it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah 10th sorry. or 11th step at AA. Like, yeah and i'm yeah. like yeah yeah that it's the funny thing clear. is some people really do like like thank you like i appreciate that mm-hmm. now the slate is clean I remember I, I uh, my father was still alive years ago. I, mm-hmm. I forgave him for shit, mm-hmm. and he's like, "For what?" Like, you know, like <laughs> some people are like they don't, uh, they never saw it that they did anything wrong or yeah. whatever in their mind, and like whatever, yeah. like that's that's fine. Like you can't get mad at them for that. Yeah. But for you, at least you got that off your back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I uh, yeah I forgave everybody. I started. I everybody. I felt like I had wronged or something. I'm like, hey, this this that. What uh, what brought you to that point? What kind of pushed you to that? Um. I mean, this is years in the works. I grew up super Christian. And what kind I, of Christian? What a type? non-denominational Christian. So that's they, they oh, claim good. to not Everybody. be non-denominational, but they are the type that pray like and get up and dance and stuff like that. And they were like, you know, and they'll Holy pray Ghost. in tongues and they'll get kind of they'll get kind of Pentecostal with it. Okay. Um, I could dig that. So it's a lot. Some a lot of stuff you see on TV. So uh, I respect that. 
So, but I let go of that at a certain point. Let it's go of the, the that whole thing. I, I read the oh. Bible because people are always like, well, what brought you to? They're like, did you read? You know, because they, they ask like how you got to be like atheist or agnostic, oh. and I explained to them that I read the Bible. Like, what do you? Well, how do you make? I read it, and that's what made me like oh. this is this doesn't make sense to me. See, I. It was read more to me when mm-hmm. I was young, growing up Catholic. Never like by choice per se. Yeah. So you're hearing it told to you. It's a little different. Yeah. Especially if you're younger, you don't. Yeah. Uh, you don't analyze things the same way. Me huh? too. And that's it was always told to me. Yeah. But then when you start going into it and you read it for yourself, yeah. You see all the bad parts. You see all the stuff that they left out. And yeah. You see all the things that like I and it's funny. I actually made a I uh, one of my speeches I had to do in school. Um, I made the argument of why, and then you want, if you want something controversial right now, I made the oh, argument. Oh shit, we're going to get canceled. Oh, I love getting, it. Go yeah, for it. Yeah. I made the argument of why no black people should be Christians. There's a lot of people with that argument. Yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah. Have that, yeah. And I was like, it's sad because black people have a higher, um, instance of Christianity, but you know, you talk about how that was used to, to justify slavery, Forced you know, upon you, yeah. yeah. And I said, you know, and one time when I said it, cause it, it got actually brought up with my family and I'm like, well, I don't know. I just feel like our great, 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 great grandparents, our ancestors wouldn't be too happy that we adopted yeah. the, the, um, the religion of the people that were beating us and yeah. slaving us and all that. And so they, it just kind of hit them. Yeah. And I said, and also they use that book with the stuff that you still pray and you've acknowledged is okay to justify the slavery. Control you, direct you. Yeah. yeah. And my thing was, if I've been on this earth for just a matter of years, how do I understand He's 32. This? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm way older than that. Yeah, no, like, He looks 22. Yeah. So, so, um, but how is it that if a God in his incident in, in its infinite wisdom can't understand that slavery is wrong and bad, but I could, you know what I'm like? Yeah. So uh, that's all it was. We're getting on a way different topic there. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I made my argument about that. And it's funny because people always hush when you say it at first, but yeah. then when you keep coming with it and they're, cause there's no logic that works against it yeah, because I'm not forced to look at it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not operating from faith. I'm operating from facts and logic. And yeah. that's where it becomes like a, I issue. always feel like, no, like the word of God, whatever your mm-hmm. interpretation is. First, the word of man, very different in mm-hmm. uh, every book, every book, Torah, mm-hmm. Quran, Bible. Mm-hmm. It's gone through so many hands that ah, whatever yes, you're reading, too. it's not really whatever, whether it's real or, or you, mm-hmm. know, uh, re- you know, reflective or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not what it once was. It's been tampered with, you know, yeah. edited, what have you, to the benefit of people. So yeah. I, I think like, you know, what certain things are put in there because it could benefit who's editing that shit. Who's Everyone should have yeah. been, the fact that the King James version is like the most popular known version, James, is named king after a king. Yeah. Of course he's not going to let anything out that is going to go yeah. against his, you know. I mean, I've read the Bible, I've read the Quran only, and uh, I have both. And uh, I feel like any book like that, you could extract certain lessons, certain uh, fables, morals, mm-hmm. but there's certain shit. You take it fucking verbatim, like straight mm-hmm. up and down. Yeah, that's a little See, wild. You know? And that's the problem, though. But they'll argue that with you. Do I do this verbatim? Yeah. Do I do this whatever? Yeah. Is this whatever? But if you read the Bible, for instance, like there's a there's a scripture where, and this is blows my mind because, and this is where I point out, well, you said witchcraft is bad and this yeah. is bad. But then you yeah. look. What's and, the difference? And there's a point where, exactly, but there's a point where Elijah, I believe, is heading entering a new town. The prophet and he goes and a bunch of children come out and they say um these children as he's entering their town the children start making fun of him for being bald oh shit so elijah goes and he That's calls only, down he calls totally. down to god to smite these children who are making fun of him for being bald and at this point 
two bears come out and maul these children. <laughs> yeah, that's like this Larry David in, wrote that. Yeah, thing. this is in the Bible, and the, but these are like the scriptures they don't talk about. But how is that different than witchcraft? How is that different yeah. than cursing somebody? How is and why? And also, why can't you take people. a bu- yeah? Why Who take cares, a joke? Also, man? how does that and that's the Bible out of all things? Also, important. I work with kids. You work with kids. They <laughs> yeah. talk crap. I talk yeah. crap back to them. I don't call that a bear. And how is that okay? Talk some shit back to them, yeah, man. and I'm like, but they call that yeah. a bear. It's hilarious, dude. And not only that, I'm like, and you keep going the deeper you go into the bible the deeper you find these just it, it's sexist it's racist yeah. it's homicidal and I feel like it's a lot like, of that shit was done by those who edit it to benefit mm-hmm. themselves listen this justifies me yeah you know, having slaves or you know you being below me or this mm-hmm. is why we can do these things you know yeah they got in there and made that shit of course they're gonna make it yeah. for their own benefit they're not yeah. gonna put anything out that says oh yeah. hey you should you should listen to you should listen to your heart over the king you That's should why, do yeah, I, right, yeah i always took well when i was little it's more like this is just pushed on you or whatever but mm-hmm. as i got older whatever book uh i just i took very simple parts of the stories the, mm-hmm. the morals the lessons not like Follow the shit right all the mm-hmm. way through every line because that yeah. that sounds a little crazy to follow mm-hmm. anything like that, you know. Yeah. But uh, but I get where you're coming from for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I mean, I I have a lot of black friends, you know, some uh, Baptist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that's Catholic, then some that are Muslim or five mm-hmm. percenter or 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 nothing. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, a religion that was pushed on your ancestors, you would mm-hmm. raise question. I would too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like Irish people mostly Catholic, but mm-hmm. way back in the potato famine, the great hunger, mm-hmm. British people were like, listen, you renounce that shit, become Protestant, we'll give you some food, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll feed that shit. And it, it was very staunch, like, no, I would never do that, and mm-hmm. that's like selling out, or I'm gonna die, mm-hmm. let me have some soup and bread, sure. Not that yeah. those are so different, but in certain worlds, those are very different, Protestantism mm-hmm. and Catholicism. And uh, some people did make that conversion, and that was a mm-hmm. big deal. One of my aunts, Irish married an Irish dude, and uh, you know their mm-hmm. son, my cousin, confirmation, mm-hmm. communion, all that shit. I went yeah. there. Then they they converted to some kind of Protestantism. I don't know. Right. My grandfather lost his shit. That was like selling out. Wow. That was like a big deal. Yeah, really more because it's like you're you're sided with a cultural enemy, not as much mm-hmm. on the religion. But you know, some people hold these things very strongly. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually know some people that they were up. I they it's a couple I that went to our church. And um, they're African, and them being married was a huge deal because they were two from two different African countries. That oh yeah, do not like each other, but yeah. you would not know that here. So them being married was yeah. like <laughs> that was like the Montagues and the Capulets. That yeah. was the you know like this is rival shit. There's a so. lot of that shit. Like yeah, you know, it's, it's funny like with other they cultures made me some joke like food that. too. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> like, uh, what, yeah. Uh, what countries? Are um, this was I believe. Uh, I'm trying to think which one. I believe this was Nigerian food, but it was like this dough ball and this green it's like sauce. Yeah, you like, he's like, you just get the dough ball, you get it, you get it up and just sop that thing food, up. Food cuisine is a great way for mm. people to understand other cultures mm-hmm. and like learn about people. This is why chefs aren't racist. Yeah, maybe. I, I'd like but, to think so. Yeah. Well, if you notice, like the ones on, I. Well, do, yeah, you're right. Actually, that's probably a good point. Yeah. They appreciate other cultures through yeah. the food. And it might sound superficial or mm-hmm. silly, but like. You, you like the food, then you learn about the people, yeah. you eat with them, you listen to the music, whatever, mm-hmm. and you can appreciate film, music, food, yeah. you get into other cultures. It's creative. Yeah. It's because our, it's because chefs are creative, artistic yeah, people. Sure. Just like, and that's the thing when you're, you can't not respect it. That's why it's always sports or art and yeah. these things that bring people together yeah. because it's something music. like, yeah, yeah, like music because you can't hate on somebody when yeah. they throw down on that guitar. Yeah. You know, like, you, you <laughs> like, uh, like blues or whatever, but you yeah. hear this guy playing some uh, Spanish guitar or yeah. some Brazilian shit. Now you, you're into that. You're a chef. You like yeah. Spaniard food. But yeah. You taste some Senegalese food. Fuck, that's so delicious. I can't and not also, like other food. You know? Yeah. And also when you know how hard it is to make like a perfect 
you know, like, oh, how they if you if how you do see, they roast that whole batch? Yeah, dude. perfect. And yeah. you're like, you know how like that takes skill. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, you respect each other like that. I feel like that art is really a good way to connect with uh, other yeah. cultures and shit like that. Because you 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 know the battle. Yeah. You know how much. You also know. Um, that that person spent so much time doing yeah. that, just like you did, to perfect that. You know, yeah, like, it's, a, it's like a, you know, two athletes respecting each other's, uh, mm. you know, wherever they're at in their sport. Speaking or what have of you. which, speaking of athletes, nice segue. I'm a nice segue. Speaking the, of athletes, the segue king before he gets there, the segue king go. back on damaged goods. I My was man, watching Kerry Lester. He's an incredible yeah. <laughs> guy. He, he's a he's a broadcaster, a journalist, a fucking artist of all shapes, a yeah. DJ. So let a me very say, smart, cool I am guy going and to a, accept. The, I'm going to accept the artist tag for one yeah. because I was you are, not. Bro, you I, are. I know, but I wasn't accepting it because of my bias against artists. <laughs> I oh, realized it was me. It was me. That's it was the all most me. artist shit ever, though, is to hate on artists. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's because I hate um, like pretentious shit. Pretentious shit. Yeah. I hate pretentious shit, and I also hate. A lot of modern abstract art. Oh, when, you're talking about, I'm not just mean visual art, but I'm talking yeah, about Yeah, and I know, and yeah. I, that's what I realized. But when I would hear artists, I would assume this Fuck and Jackson Pollock. <laughs> but I've seen people when they do these things, they're just, they're just really voyeurs or something. Like yeah. they're just, they're just make they're just sensationalists. Yeah. They're provocateurs. That's the word I'm yeah. looking for. They're provocateurs. They're not, and they, and there's no, nothing behind yeah, it. Yeah. There's no substance to draw. Yeah. You. That's why I don't like shock jocks. They, yeah, exactly. They just, they just shock you, but there's nothing. to. They're going to say what's yeah. because you know, they go in their mind and say, what's the most craziest yeah. thing I can say. So I'm going to make sure I get this, this name right before I, before I, before I start Fuck talking, you, you abstract. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I do agree. Like if you're going to be provocative or shocking, Use that to draw people in, to hit them with some poetic uh, sentiments. And I like shit. it. And some people are good at using it to fool you into that's, smart that's people. I use that a yeah. little bit here and there. And they're able to fool you. Oh, I forgot how harsh the internet is here. Internet, well, oh, I get on my Wi-Fi Kim- if you want. Yeah, so I think it's Kimberly Martin. It's on an e- She's on an ESPN show. I think it's Kimberly Martin. I, I'm, it's Kimberly for sure, though. Mar- yeah, very good enunciation, Martin. Martin. I'm trying to remember. Martin. I'm trying to remember. I believe it's Kimberly Martin, but it's Kimberly. She's on an ESPN show. And I'm going to say this up. because um, uh, she said something earlier about my dude, Cam Newton. And I'm an Eagles fan, right? Making fun of his hats and his attire. No. So it's because he said – I know this is like way off. This is No, it's all good. We're all – yeah. So, so, oh, I'm looking um, at it right now, yeah. So she said something about uh, – Cam Newton had made a remark about Dak Prescott, Tua, and Brock Purdy being game managers but not game changers. And oh. so – and he said they're great – at being game managers, but they're not game changers. Ugh. So she goes in on him and starts talking all this crap about, well, you know, for, and she, first of all, she makes fun of his out, outfit, ad hominem attack. Everybody does that. Ad hominem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He looks like Willy Wonka. He's black Willy Wonka. He looks like white girls who like pumpkin spice at a wine table. Yeah. And first of all, yeah. And first of all, what he, sh- Willy Wonka should have been black. Cause what white dude do you know named? Well, Willie Nelson, I guess, but every other Will I've known is like black. William. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like every Will I've met is black. Every Willie, every Willie I've yeah. met has been a black dude. That's true. That's yeah. True. That's Just true. like when I, I met a white Leroy and I was floored. Dude, I know two white Marcuses and a, <laughs> and a white Jerome. Mm. Well, Jerome's a, Jerome. a lot of Je- a Jewish, uh, Jerry okay. Seinfeld is Jerome. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Jerome. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. But I, yeah, I know. So anyway, she says, well, first she makes fun of his outfit. And then she says, well, you know, she talks about, you know, this is the year of the backups and he can't even basically talking about how he can't even make a team. I'm like, you know, this man was MV fucking P of the league and a game changer. He was first overall pick. He led his team to the Super Bowl. And so my issue here with this is, and I'm going to say something that. Say it, bro. So this is one We're of those instances canceled. where. 
they during that movement where they were trying so hard to push women into every possible role espn stuck women female commentators that were essentially shock jocks in these uh. positions who know nothing about the game and because and i know it's hard to find women that know football because you can't there aren't female football leagues besides that lingerie one and like and there's an, and there's actually my friend christina plays the one love you she's a wide receiver on one of the the new uh can we get tickets yeah <laughs> i've been there games so yeah there but there's no like major league football for ladies so there's not like a lot of women there's no college or whatever so they don't have that experience so you know in basketball baseball you can have women that know it from experience but on like speak that woman doesn't play football, but she knows she has knowledge. Yeah. But this one, ESPN, that's why nobody likes them right now, is because they're putting people on there just to be shock jocks like her and uh, Malika, who got booed in real life when she went to talk and they everybody booed her. But they put these shock jock commentators on there who don't know anything because they're trying to imitate what they have with these other shows that have women. So they throw a woman in there just to say something shocking, and then everybody hates her. Yeah. <laughs> so it, You think because it's yeah. a woman, not a dude... Uh, yeah, the the shocking aspect of what they say with who they are kind of yeah. like brings attention. And to I felt like they were they thought it was going to be like a Ghostbusters moment where nobody's going to say where like oh, oh you can't remake? you can't talk about it because it's women. I'm like no, you can talk about it. She's the worst. Can't you can't say so she goes off about him being like because you can't you're not even on a team essentially and saying that he needs. I'm like can't fucking he what's he like thirty now he can't play anymore. That's it. Yeah, I, or he's thirty something. I don't know, but uh, he, like he's not playing because he can't play anymore. Yeah. Not and he's all he's been at a higher level than every one of those people he's talking about. Yeah, he made the man was MVP of the league and went to and he's a game changer. And I understand what he's saying because he's like it's not a, he's a game changer versus game manager. But I could not believe, and I'm so happy that we're at the point now that everybody's calling her out and nobody's saying anymore it's because she's a woman. Equality, baby. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, because I remember there's times and I, that was one thing that pissed me off during that moment, like. You know, because I don't care. I don't even back off on stuff. I'm like, no, I don't care that she's a woman. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you know, you know what? I have proof, and all of my friends can back this up. <laughs> I have dated bitchy women for so much of my life. Clearly, I'm not running away from women yeah. who have any strength and shit. Welcome to the club. I like yeah. <laughs> so well, like, you could even say that's akin to like you know, like mm -hmm. uh, in politics, you know, somebody, maybe somebody, uh, they go uh, conservative or mm -hmm. liberal. That you think should be maybe they're they're mm -hmm. gay or they're a minority yeah. whatever like and there's this assumption of nobody who's a minority should be conservative yeah. or gay right yeah. so that person's a shock jock for that in mm -hmm. a weird way like yeah. they'll they'll draw a lot of criticism a lot yeah. of fucking friction but you can't say shit because whatever you yeah. know and like are they legit do they really feel this Whoa. way believe it are you or, ready for this or, deep or, conversation about dude, to have a lot? we're about to get deep in here, dude. all right getting all canceled, right getting deep so now this is actually something I said to. Uh, one of the deans at my school that I pointed out um, about Harvard University. Yeah, about white men going off. And this was interesting because I can't speak from an exact, I can't speak from the place of a white dude because I'm not a white dude. So, yeah, but I my, my culture is not your outfit. Yeah, what, so what I'm not going to try to speak for you, but I was pointing out, I said, I think what we're going on, what's going on right now with like white guys being upset and gravitating towards people like Trump or gravities, whatever, is because. White men already were afforded all these freedoms and advantages. Yeah. And not, it's not, it's just, and it's, and that trying to explain uh, things to people like where it's not about you having an advantage is not, I would say that privilege in America is not about necessarily having an advantage unless you're fucking rich. Then you have all the advantage. Cause none of us, white, though. black, Asian, nobody, yeah. unless you're rich, but it's about the, the detractors you have. You have more, yeah, 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 yeah. you have more, you have more fences good to point. hop yeah, over. Good point. Yeah. yeah, it's not, and that's, I wish they changed the terminology. It's not about privilege, it's about yeah. how many blockers that's you have in front point. of her. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm a, if I'm like a, 
Puerto Rican female lesbian who's yeah. I got things to overcome, yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. if I present in a masculine way. I got shit to overcome yeah. to be resolved. Whereas if I'm a white dude who just dresses in a nice suit, I'm, I don't have a lot of these things to yeah. detract from me. Yeah. I may not be, I may not have, I, not that I specifically have advantages. I just don't have these, the, yeah. the other things, the, the hurdles. You could mask some of them. Yeah. And I don't have the hurdles that are in front of me. To, yeah. I don't have to impress anybody to say, Hey, no, no, I'm a good person. I'm yeah, a good yeah, employee yeah. because of this, you know? So, um, so I think what we're going through right now is that you have a group, you have white men who have been um, going, you know, having to adjust, and everybody's, and not just white men, we're all having to adjust to accountability. Yeah. But I think the thing particularly right now is white men are losing their freedom of what they can say. And it's not just that they, it's and it's not just everybody not being able to say it. Like if you say, you know, can I say, I'm like, I don't care. Say the N-word, say whatever. It's just that, they know that other people can. So if you are like, let's say, and and the more things you have, the more the more those hurdles you have, the more uh, freely you can actually speak. So that's the weird thing. What the weird place we are in America right now is that you're, yeah, you're the the more yeah, the more hurdles I have, the more I can speak openly and say anything I want. If I'm a if I'm a uh, if I'm a trans if, yeah, if you check off. Uh, all those more, boxes. Not to say more yeah. boxes, but yeah. Yeah, if I check out more boxes, about those things, then right? I can say everything I want. I can tell this person, well, I've been a downtrodden by white men, and I blah, blah, and I can say this, and especially, and if you add in black, I can say nigga now. So you got all these things that you can do now, and every one of those, and I think that's where a lot of the rage comes because it's like, well, how am I supposed yeah, to be free? Right? Yeah. yeah, because now it's not even, and the I irony is, and I'm going to tell you one way I argue because I'm against. Uh, I'm against every black person who says that white people can't have dreads because fuck you, it's fucking tangled hair. Uh, and also, fuck you too because you should have more to worry about. If your fucking true. only worry in the world is that somebody, a white person has dreads, we're getting fucking killed in the streets, you fucking idiots. Big so, fish, little fish. To fly, yeah, yeah, so fuck you. So My I, mother I always wish, said, though, if I brought a white girl home with dreads, and yeah, I grew up in the Caribbean yeah. too, she's like, I'll slap the shit out of you. But no, yeah, man. And so, and I'm like, and I'm so fucking offended. Yeah, I'm like, because again, it's tangled hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then again, so then what I've, I've asked this to people too, so when they've said, oh, I don't like when white people do this and they can't say nigga and they can't, so I go, okay, how about this? I'm like, and I said, did you like apartheid? And they're like, what do you mean? And the, when it's funny, one of them said, what is apartheid? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, they, whoa, they, first they, of yeah. all, you need to learn about history yeah. before you go telling anybody what to do about their lives. That's rather telling. Right <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but the other person said, no, of course I didn't like apartheid. I'm like, okay, so we don't like apartheid. Do you like slavery? Like, well, no, of course I don't like slavery. So, so I'm like, you generally don't like when white people were telling black people what to do. Yeah. So why would you like it when black people are telling white people what to do? It's because what yeah. you're what you're what you're pushing now. If a black person can say nigga, and a black person can braid their hair, and a black person can get dreads, and another ethnicity cannot without your permission, you have just now created black privilege. Or, I mean, and you have now created your own bias and your own prejudices against. And now you're pulling yourself up. You can't have that because I can. We have to complain about having. Why don't we? We don't have affordable school, affordable yeah. healthcare. We don't have socialized healthcare. Socialized billions school. going here. Going do you know there, who has? To chew, so, to do you know who has socialized healthcare? Do you know it's cheap school? Fucking Israel. Yeah. Do you know how they have it? Because of us. Yeah. We pay yeah. for it. My dollars, your <laughs> dollars. 
they're not fixing yeah. the, the, the school and system you, in LA sucks. The, yeah. the potholes yeah. suck. The crime is up. But there's two wars getting funded overseas. By us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, For and people I don't even want to kill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, I don't want anyone to Israel, fuck with, but even And like, fuck you, Israel is a bratty, homicidal child. That's what they, they're our spoiled child that we created, and now we're letting them run wild, yeah. and then, so fuck them, fuck your whatever, not, I'm not fucking Jewish people, I'm not fucking yeah. Israelis, oh, I'm fucking I have a lot Israel. of Jewish friends who yeah, are very pro-Palestine exactly, the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking Netanyahu or whatever, because we know he's corrupt Netanyahu. and he's still there. Yeah, Netanyahu, he's a Yahoo. That's Netanyahu is a fucking Yahoo. As a as a half Irish dude, like the Irish and the Palestinians mm-hmm. have always been. Yeah, pretty, the PLO and used to bro, fund the IRA. You, they yeah, used to and you know, up. do you know why why Irish people can rap and sing blues and jazz? Because y'all have been oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> in, in Ireland, they fly Palestinian flags, mm-hmm. and, and in Palestine, they fly Irish flags. Mm-hmm. They have they have uh, you know Irish poets like Bobby Sands, yeah, like graffitied up in the walls, mm-hmm. like. There, right, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, Israel was not letting Irish citizens that were in Gaza or Israel mm-hmm. even leave this, the country. Yeah, to go back wow. to Ireland or wherever. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I've and always kind of had a, a, you know, a soft spot for the Palestinians. Yeah. You know? um, my cousin and my cousin's uh, Palestinian. Shout out, yeah, sir. Yeah. So, uh, but even still, just you know, it's just if you've been, it, and it doesn't even take having to be related to it to understand. No. It's fucking. It's it's people being who don't have an army being decimated yeah. by people that have armies that are funded, funded by, by the us. two most by know, the most know, prolific yeah, military three, yeah. on the most yeah. the largest most expensive most powerfully yeah. technologically advanced military in the world. I do get quite sick, and that's an understatement mm-hmm. of lots of money. Money. I mean, I just got raped and audited by the IRS mm. this year, so I'm very you know, visceral off. against yeah. them. But going to two different wars, you know, mm-hmm. I got homies that live in Hawaii mm-hmm. from Boston. They live in Hawaii. Yeah. When that on Maui, when that mm-hmm. shit was burning, planes were taking billions over to Ukraine while you know they knew Why Hawaii people is, missing, yeah. still missing, dying. You know, and the, yeah. there's these pro surfers going around on their jet skis trying to like help out yeah. and, and take care of the community. They were getting stopped by cops, mm-hmm. not even allowed to help their own community See? while billions were going over exactly. there to fight a, a war that's told you that it's just but it's, if you, also half eastern european mm-hmm. very corrupt situation oh, over yeah. there and uh that that shit kind of bothers me because i pay mm-hmm. a lot in taxes and hell yeah it sucks out here dude. hell yeah and that's what i keep going back to i'm like then why is everything so expensive for us and the yeah. thing is none of us support it it's clear yeah. that americans do not yeah. support the war oh, over yeah. there yeah, the, the biden had staffers go out and yeah. protest him i'm like yeah. you don't uh and but i it, yeah, no, it's it's nuts, dude. Like, and we, so, I feel like you and I, if we could go real hard with this rant mm-hmm. right now, I'm being a little reserved right mm. now, which is great. Though, but Me I, too. I, I'm calling it back because I'm trying not to. It'll get lost on it. But yeah, like I said, fuck Netanyahu, fuck the IDF, and fuck anybody who's pro. Fuck John Fetterman for being a fucking fake. He's always been kind of a bitch to me, though. <laughs> yeah. you know? like, I never liked him, and I couldn't figure out why. Just like when I never liked Kid Rock. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, that was easy for me. When he came yeah, out I, back then, I was like, I, right away, I don't like this guy. Once I found out that piece of shit was a rich kid and never even from the trailer yeah. park, I'm like, oh, you're oh, yeah. completely false. I just right yeah. away just straight I didn't up didn't like, like the music. Yeah, I'm like, like, it, was, it was aesthetic. Like, this uh, yeah, he rang to wrong to me. Something about him rang wrong. It's like, because you'd hear third base and you'd hear... You know, you hear that's House of Pain. Those are Queens kids, dude. Yeah, yeah, you, you hear kids, yeah. And you hear this. Way and, different, there, though, yeah. and there's something that's like, oh, by the way, why Jake isn't the grimiest rapper around? I have no idea, bro. Because if I had Jake's voice, I'd be the <laughs> grimiest rapper around. And I would, you know what you should do? You should make the grimiest raps about the Sounds most normal like I shit. Smoke a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> My homegirl, she's a singer and she's your had, accent. She too. had throat surgery recently. Oh, okay. And uh, she was like, You you should like look into it too. I was like, Well, why? Like, I don't have I'm not mm-hmm. a singer, like uh, I'm not using my voice like that. And like, do I sound like I'm 
dying with you could though because okay i'll give you an example my voice is naturally high i'm coming off cold and flu and all that stuff right now so i can't really hit high notes right now but i have to try to go low to come up to hit those and it's like the four tops they had a baritone that comes up that has that gravel and so you already having that i don't think i have a lot of bass though it's just it's raspy it comes but that's that's what it is but you yeah. having the raspiness when you try to go up, yeah. it that's what ma- it makes it sound like you're just really put. You're like soul. It sounds like you're really. It's guttural. It, it sounds might have like been a lot yeah. of blunts and backwards. And yeah, have you, but, and you yeah. could probably figure out jazz kind of talk singing where you kind of you know. Yeah, just, yeah. I used to always love. I still do. Like mm-hmm. a woman with a. It sounds like she smokes a pack of Marlboro Reds a day, mm-hmm. but doesn't because that's gross. But I like that, uh, that, mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that, that sound in her voice is great. See, okay, so let's make that into a rap. A woman who smokes a pack of Marlboro Reds a day, as she walks by, I try to think of what to say. Now, rap yeah. that. <laughs> or actually, you know what? I'll give you a small beat. True artist, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, true look, artist, I'm going to give you a small beat and just, just say it. <laughs> like, I was, at a, I was at a surf spot uh, like a couple months ago. And with my boy in the uh-huh. car, and, uh, some other kid I know was there. I didn't know he was there. Mm-hmm. He was getting there as we were leaving, mm-hmm. and he walks down the hill where we're parked in my car. He's like, "Yo, I heard this raspy ass voice." Mm-hmm. Dude. I, 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 I was like, "Is that you?" I was like, "Oh shit, it's me, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck." You know? Jake, yeah. I would be the yeah, it's just, like, just yeah, I would be the rat. Even if I didn't have, I would definitely be the dude that's sitting in like a little. A little little club, and I'd be like with, with the, the low light, sitting cigar, with the cigar, cigar with the one microphone. I want to be like uh, Gary yeah. Oldman in True Romance, with like the Chinese restaurant yeah. like, lamp over there. Like, sit down, grab yourself an egg roll or something. But yeah. you would just be sitting there and just play somebody's uh, some light little piano, and then you just talking. You then know? I'm gonna, eventually, I'm gonna have to get one of these things. Yeah. You know? Oh man. When she walked in, I knew she was oh, the one. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me like want to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> no, you no, don't need to smoke no. cigarettes though. You That's can right. it. I already yeah, got yeah, it. Oh. Okay. So yeah, wait, but are we going to, I know, so I know why I'm here so we can jump I mean, to, yeah. cause I know why I'm here so we can go into like in life in, in general or no, no, why I'm here <laughs> on this podcast well, so we can go tell us, into, tell us why you're here. So, um, on September 11th and I'm sorry folks, this, this is going to get a lot darker for a second. It's going to get darker for a second. I know we've had a pretty light mode, but I'm going to tell you the reason no, we, I'm we'd down love here. to get a little dark. In yeah. yeah. That's um, healthy. So on September, on September 11th, 2023, September 11th of this year, my cousin Jory Lester uh, was shot dead by Stockton cops. Stockton and, PD. And Stockton, tell them about Stockton. Stockton listeners a, don't know. Stockton's pretty bad. Like, it's the worst. I think California per capita, it's the most dangerous city. Yeah, in the state. yeah. And it, it's a rough city. It's a rough fucking Very city. Very rough. Um, I mean, shout out to the Diaz boys, the fighters that live out there. Because There's when, a big prison there, too, no? Or am I making that uh, up? Uh, maybe I'm I mean, there's up. so many prisons uh, in California. Cochran, there's so many prisons in California. But yeah, so Nick and Nate Diaz. Whenever yeah. people talk about Nick and Nate Diaz from UFC, I'm like, yeah. and everything else, I'm like, they're like, why are they? I'm like, you don't understand Stockton, bro. If you understood Stockton, you would understand why they were like that. <laughs> like, city will bring yeah, rough right. cops. Be it's just everything with the way they police shit. Yeah. So um, my cousin was, uh, you know, he struggled with things, and um, he was high and stuff. But he was just having a bad moment, and do you mind me asking on what? Like, just I know I don't know drugs what, are regional in every yeah. You know, I don't city I don't know what he was on. I didn't look okay. that far into it, but um, he was having a bad time, and he tried to get into a room at like a at a motel, and so he actually tried to break in, and everybody saw him, and he had a fake plastic crossbow without the bow on it, so it, they thought that was a gun. Uh. So people were calling on him. But here's the thing. Uh, Jory's not like 
confrontational. He's not really, and it's the, the saddest part about it is a couple of months before this happened, his mom had seen him, and she said, "You're looking a little rough." And she told you, you might want to watch out because you're looking kind of rough. And that's the reality of being black. Like his physical appearance. Yeah, and that's the reality of being black. That's the reality of being Mexican. That's the reality of being brown. That's the reality of being brown. And if you look a little bit rough, I'm sure I, I'm sure if you're if you're Asian and everything else, if you're rough looking, you know they're gonna assume the worst. Cops don't hesitate. And part of it is too because I've seen the way that people react. Um, they uh. You know, because they don't they don't even care as much. But um, I'll get back to it. Sorry. Um, when after talking to my cousin, the the peop, the person who had originally called the cops, the person who worked at the motel, okay. uh, the PD had called back because they got multiple calls in the same night. In the same night, and he says, you know, they're talking to him, and the person on the the manager from the motel that night said had talked to him and said that I'm actually more worried about him. He said, well, didn't he break a window? Like yeah, his yeah. well-being. Yeah. He goes, he's obvi- He's on something. He goes, he also came down here and talked to me. He says, you know, I'm not tripping, man. So I'm he's not threatening. Please. Yeah. And that's what he said. So, and even when the cop said, well, he did this, he goes, no, 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 no. He he, he, he even says that he's not, vi- he's not, he didn't threaten anybody. He didn't hurt nobody. And the person said that to the cop. So let's try to let them know that it's not yeah. a violent person here. And they, and you could tell from the first conversation to the second conversation being, because they know Stockton PD, then they know the fucking cops. Yeah. And they know, you know, it's a black, it's a young black person. And you can hear it in their voice when they said, what was this person, the description? You can hear how they get, like, somber and low to say he's a young black man. Because they oh, even... The, the hotel. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, they know if they say that, it uh, totally changed the, exactly. the approach of the cops. Yeah. So this guy, Marcos Alonso, 24-year-old Mar- Marcos Alonso, who lives in... Um, who's a Stockton PD cop. He's 24 years old. He's been on the force for two years. How old was your your, your cousin? If I 30. Um, so this is a young-ass cop. Yeah. Young. 34, young 35. Yeah. It was right, right, actually right before his birthday. Pull that mic up straight a little more. Like, yeah, uh, my fault. There you go. I just want everyone to hear here. this. Oh, like that? that? Is that better? Yeah. Is that better? Perfect. Okay. Perfect. So, yeah. So, he, um, yeah. So, uh, Marcos Alonso, 24 years old. Second incident of an officer-involved shooting. Oh wow! So in two years, he's got this on his track record. Yeah, but if you look up Stockton, Stockton just rolls through. They constantly hiring cops, trying to get cops to do this job. It'd be great if maybe we would spend money on the things that improve the community, so people didn't have to yeah. be wild. So, um, so yeah, after talking to the, um, after talking to the hotel management, the night auditor, whatever the person on duty was, like I said, you know, they, they, the cop. I don't know what dispatch says, but. That's the part that gets me. I don't know what dispatch relayed to the person. And one of my friends who's done military and law enforcement said that they do. Sometimes they give them the call to listen to. But Marco Alonso got out of his car. He took a bad amount of distance. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so when he got up, uh, when he got out of the car, he pulled his gun immediately. And within less than 20 seconds of getting out of the car, he shot my cousin dead. Um, and the part that bothers me about this is I feel like Marcos went into this like a hunter, not like somebody who's trying to actually, how do I defuse this? How do I make this not work? But the way that if you watch that video, even though I understand my cousin turned around really fast and made this motion and that's how he got shot because they thought he had a gun and then they find out it's a toy. 
Um, is he a, the officer's alone or is he a partner? Got a partner. Him? Okay. But from a military standpoint, from a standpoint of how you handle people, from a bouncer standpoint, from yeah. when I used to do loss prevention, this person didn't go in with the intent of I'm going to stay back. Like I think it's a twenty. They didn't take any steps. No. They jumped all the way. And when they approached my cousin, he had his hand up against the wall and his his in his he was leaning up against the wall. His his forearm was up against the wall and his head was leaned against his forearm. He just literally leaned up against the wall. So. Wasn't in a threatening position, yeah. but the cop came around from the dark too. Came out, so he like literally he comes around this pillar and is approaching my cousin from the dark. That's why I said Marcos Alonso is a hunter. Uh. And then when my cousin ends up walking towards them on accident, uh, he turns on his flashlight, and that's when you see Jory like react, and he's like, you know what the hell? He's like, you know, get your hand. He puts the hands up, and then. Uh, he's walking, he's like, freeze, 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 whatever. He goes, I ain't do nothing, man. I ain't do nothing. And then when he flips around real quick, bat, 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 seven shots, dead. Um, so yeah, my issue with it, and you read Stockton PD, and this is what I'm going to say too. Um, this is where it's disgusting to me. Stockton PD would not deal with my family. Stockton PD wouldn't in, give us anything. In what sense? They wouldn't show us the video. They really? would not deal with us. They would not do anything. And California has a law that says within 45 days you have to post the footage. Even like a lawyer request <coughs> that information? Yeah, yeah. The represent wouldn't deal with the representative, wouldn't deal with the family directly, wouldn't deal with the representative directly, would not put anything out, would not give us information. We had to see this video on fucking Facebook. What? That's the first How time I saw it on Facebook. They fucking posted it just on their the Facebook. Police. The fucking police posted the video on the Facebook. That's how we saw the video. So there is people Yo. that hearted that fucking video. There's people that thanked SPD. Yeah. There's people that made fun of it. That's crazy. They could legally put yeah. that up there, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? And I'm so, banned from Facebook for nothing. They yeah. put like murder on Facebook. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. So I made so the reason I'm here is because this happened in the middle of me. Um, I get I got invited to a photography like a pilot pro the. Uh, Professor Kurtley King, who taught me photography, is amazing, amazing lineage from uh, Professor King, um, taught me everything about photography. And uh, when I went back recently, was like, hey, I'm starting this program and invited to me. He's like, I want you to. So he invited me to it first. They invited to me. At, I was the first person invited, and it was this great program. We would do like six hours of lab a week of photography, if you can imagine what that's like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's intense. He's an artist, guy. Yeah, He's an so, artist. but my final exhibit. Um, was supposed to be about myself and my growth and stuff like that. And when this happened, I I, I was showing Professor King the video, and um, Professor King was saying this should you know. And I said this is what I I, I think I'm going to make it about this. And Professor King was like, you should you should absolutely do this, absolutely 100. Now the reason it's important is because the school I'm going to up north is not the most. It's like in it's in the middle of America. It's in the middle of California where it's more conservative and stuff yeah. so putting something up like this is a big deal but they recently hired a black female president oh at the <laughs> so, college yeah oh. so of course she's behind me and said it's powerful whatever but i make this i made my whole exhibit and work about jewelry and how stockton just absolutely disrespected us now not only do they take a life they disrespect you because when they put it on facebook they're That's creating crazy dude. they created a fucking That's highlight crazy. reel because yeah. they got his likes off that. They got hearts off of it. Support off that. They got support off of it. And people that are so jaded now, they're that's like, well. Nuts. That's nuts. Yeah. And you hear some people say, very few people are like, oh, there's, um, that dispatch person needs to be retrained. Well, somebody said that. I need to hear what the dispatch told 
Did the they officer. say that uh, he was armed in the dispatch or anything like that? I don't know what dispatch relayed to the Oh, yeah, because so, you haven't heard of it. I don't know what they relayed. Nuts. Yeah, I know what the person said to dispatch. I don't know what dispatch relayed to— um, That's crazy, dude. That, that's crazy that they, they can put that on their social media, which is wild as fuck. Like, yeah. YouTube takes down, like, violence. Yeah. Like yeah. That's nuts, dude. I'm looking for these pictures Zuckerberg, right now. where you at? Did you take down silly little memes and yeah. you're going to let that shit fly, dude? So I'm looking at wow. it. And so that's what I realized. In my work, so I made the, the pieces I made were about jewelry, the phone conversations, the officer who killed him. Because, of course— they don't mind showing pictures of my cousin Jory Lester living probably the worst one of his worst days happened to be the one of the worst days in his life happened to be the same day he crossed uh, a fucking trigger happy hunter cop a young inexperienced cop who already killed somebody so the first one I get it it was I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie about anything and make it more whatever Marcos Alonso was involved in an, an officer he was in an officer involved shooting where it was not just him it was multiple cops some guy was at a gas oh, wow. station. He had a he had like a rifle of some sort, I think, and you know, and uh, and I guess came outside and all the cops lit him up. So can't really blame him for that one. But I don't know. I don't know that situation. I haven't read into it. But knowing this one and the way that Marcos Alonso yeah. approached my cousin Jory Lester, this is not someone who I believe should be trusted with that. And you know, like it's he, it was handled absolutely wrong. Yeah. So, and when you look at it, people are like, well, they did this, they did that. But that's the problem. People in America are so jaded right now. Well, unless the person yeah. is fucking naked where you can see they have absolutely nothing to bother. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I guess that's like, that, that was a wrong accidental. That was okay. That cop was in the wrong. But at this point, they, our standard has become so low that, yeah. you know, that it's okay. Well, he turned around really fast and we heard this, so that should do that. But not that the officer handled it the absolute wrong way, 100% till it got to it. And that's why I haven't heard what the, the I haven't heard the California DOJ's report yet because they're going to have to an, a, answer for why did this officer act in the completely wrong way, you know, so. So the, the city hasn't like, there's no like. What have brought up issue with it at all? Yeah. Or, or so what no actions been taken against the officer? Yeah, the because the problem was Marcos Alonso got so close to my cousin that there was no way. They were so close to like each a other. One shot, one kill. You can't like move away, and you can't make a decision that at that that that. And as somebody who's done, you know, martial arts and fighting, and somebody, you know, and there's a there's a there's a safe distance. Yeah. You know, and anyone who knows law enforcement does military, you know, there's a safe distance and the safe distance you either have to be far away or you have to be right up on them. Yeah. You can't be in the mid, you can't That's be crazy. in the arm length. That's where danger is. So, and I've seen this before from having worked with law enforcement ironically. I had someone try to stab me at work and my boss. Not at at a club? No, this is when I did loss prevention. So, somebody oh, tried okay. to stab me. Shit. Uh and I watched when an officer I knew regularly would come bust it, found the person in a parking lot, like bias, the person who was the driver. Oh. Did not get out of, he got out of it. He opened the door of his car, pulled his gun from there and said, do not move. He said, you stay whatever. So he's he smart. Yeah, he didn't want to get close because yeah. you know he got a knife. Yeah. And yeah. at the same time, he can now make a decision safely. Even if this person has a gun, yeah. he has a lot of time to make a decision yeah. and say things. Yeah. And that's the thing. This person, got, this fucking idiot officer got with about six feet of my cousin. And again, why are you coming out of the dark? Why would you choose? There's a light side and a dark side. This goes into the darkness and then scares my. In which I there's like a few people on the internet that were like, yeah, but if you if you're walking in the dark, somebody suddenly points a light on you and but they I, now have a gun. But I mean, if the call wasn't reporting an armed 
a suspect. Like if they're yeah. not saying your cousin's arm, then there's no reason for him to be as oh, it did say, uh, aggressive. Or it whatever. did say it was an arm suspect. They said that they think they had a gun in his. Uh, pants. Oh yeah, because okay, they think they had a gun, gun in the pants. So yeah, so he took the bow part off of it. So, but see, here's wow. the thing too. Like wow. yeah, so had he been at the like, what is it? If you could look it up, because I, I think it's called yeah. the 21 foot rule, if I remember right. Because one of my friends who does, uh, he's military. He's also does law. He's also law enforcement at one time. Um, he was explaining to me. He goes, yeah, because we were talking about the distance thing. Because I've also seen. So there's two things I've seen. I've seen cops take it from far away. The 21. Is oh, that yeah, what it's called? Yeah. Uh, according to. Oh my fault. Uh, mm-hmm. 20 foot rule, something like that. Oh no, hold on. That, mm-hmm. yeah, well, that the myth. Oh, the myth of the 21 foot rule. Uh, no, something I'm like, differently. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're addressing it about with a knife attack in a 21 mm-hmm. feet. I'm trying to see if anything with a gun, but so. But my but point it, is, it says it's very controversial right now. So my point is, there. but when you're, and this doesn't even, well, even you get it that when you're far away, yeah, you have the you have the time to not even far away. You're twenty feet. You're ten to twenty feet. Yeah, not seven, not five. Yeah. And what I was also going to say is, I've also seen it where the police thought the guy had a weapon, and they got right up on him, and grabbed him immediately yeah. before he had a chance to pull it. Oh, which would and when somebody I don't know when somebody's leaned up against the wall because they're so fucking high they can't do anything. Maybe you should take in that approach. Yeah. What gets me and if they just approached him from the light, that's what gets me. Why would you walk around a pillar into the shadows yeah. to come out to somebody unless you're trying to hunt them? They're saying like uh, uh, the 21 foot rule, a tactical approach is mm-hmm. um, if somebody is 21, which is arbitrary number, not 20, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 21 yeah. feet or closer. It gives you valuable time to prepare for any danger coming yeah. your way, but I feel like they probably interpreted like if you are twenty one feet or closer, mm-hmm. it's on. I could, I gotta do whatever I gotta do. And, and, yeah, and go all the well, way nuts with it. But if I'm at that distance, I have time to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, and again, I didn't understand why. Why would you scare the person? Why would you do all these things? And uh, yeah, like like I said, it's it, the worst part is having to not only deal with that, having to get your answer on fucking Facebook, and then having to, tr- you know. Mole, go through all this garbage. You see, very disrespectful to it's the family. You're putting yeah. that that shit out there, that family yeah. business out there, which is fucked. My up, cousin right? Brittany came in to say something nice, like you know, rest in peace, oh, and I, somebody said something shitty. And actually, oh, on the on the Facebook, course, yeah, because somebody else said, "I'm so sorry about your cousin," and you know, blah blah. And some people were saying nice well, stuff. Animals like, on social media. Yeah, and then another person good. who can't, but they blah blah and goes off on this. People person love being to nice. just, like, just talk yeah. shit. Rant, now here's go. the thing: you could put that video on YouTube and have a link to it, and there could be no likes. You could put that. You could turn the comments off. You could turn all kinds of features off. So again, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, Stockton PD. So <clears throat> for doing it that way and having no disrespect, they what they've done is they've created a highlight reel for themselves. Yeah. So. So you're, I'm you're so I can read the, name. the, it was all photos, your project for it or what? Yeah, it was technically photos, but it was in a way. So what were the, the photos of it? If, if you don't, there's a lot of different things going on in it. So it'd be kind of hard to describe, but okay. well, what it, they were two, six foot slabs. So six, two, six foot by two foot portraits is what I started with. And of those your are cousin. Of, yeah. Of the, no, 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 no. Just of the ground. One's of the ground. And one, one is kind of looks more like a pillar, okay. also, but they're both look like cement. And I took a picture because they did not post anything about Marcos Alonso. 
They didn't post his picture. They keep his privacy. They oh, yeah. His they love to protect that, right? So, but I'm I'm an internet sleuth and pretty good with computers. He's also a detective. Also <laughs> detective. So, I found Marcos Alonso. I found out that he grew up in Pittsburgh, California. I found out that's where he graduated high school. I found out that's where his sister, his mother's from. So, through that, I was able to find pictures of this dude. I found a picture of him in a wedding. His sister, she married a Marine. They're all happy in the picture. And Marcos Alonso is standing off to the side, frowning. And I kept finding pictures like that. This is before he shot anybody, I think. Well, definitely before he shot my cousin dead. But someone, I showed people the picture. I'm like, this is the dude that shot him. And I said, oh, actually, I didn't say that. I said, here's a picture of the person who shot him. Let me point out. And everybody said, oh, I know who it is. Because they know the cop stance. They know the oh, yeah, feet yeah, apart. Yeah. Cro- you know, bad haircut, over, yeah, and then not an absolutely stern face at your sister's fucking. No wedding. sideburns, no smile. Yeah, no yeah. smile with the you know holding the holding the wrist. So, I found him. I used that to make kind of like a uh, silhouette style, I guess like Banksy style stencil kind of oh. outline of him, and then I colored it with a bunch of pink and blue and purple oh, colors with uh, spray paint because I didn't want. I wanted him to seem. To seem dark, but I don't want him to seem threatening because I don't like the idea of him because I, I don't think he's threatening. I think without a gun, I'd beat the shit out of him. I think without a gun, I, I think he's. I think the reason. Like and also, and I'm going to say this again, because if you use a gun, you're not a savage. You're just a pussy who can't fight. So I'm so tired of all that savage bullshit about, oh, I'm savage. No, you're not. You're a pussy who can't fight. If you shot somebody, you didn't do shit. Savage also isn't like a complimentary uh, but no, description either. But you know, they've, like, they've, yeah. they've, they, you know, people, they've, they've, yeah adopted it oh i'm yeah. savage i mean no you're a bitch you're a bitch who has no honor and yeah. fine you don't want to have honor but if you can't face somebody up and you need a gun to kill him it's because you're a pussy and this this extends far outside of police shit or anything yeah, just in general yeah, yeah in general yeah. i like because yeah. even say well if you what if you get shot i got shot by a pussy who still didn't do anything to me i still yeah. i still was master of my world and this man never defeated me yeah so where uh can anybody see this project um, at the moment i'll have it up I, they're using it. They're taking professional pictures of it. I'm oh. gonna post it again. But if you want to look on my, if you want, I have some pictures of of it on my Instagram at Carrie underscore Lester, which is K and that'll, yeah, at Instagram. Spell it out. Yeah, that'll be K, in the description too. Yeah, so. K H A R I underscore L E S T E R on Instagram. But um, there, I think everybody's kind of surprised by the look of it. But the one on the ground, I made a, I used tape to make an outline of uh, the way Jory kind of fell. Oh, wow. And I took a picture of him that I found. Everything that I put on the part on the ground was um, from social media. So, oh, like from like his social media? Yeah, or, okay. and just social media in general. Because I didn't feel right about going with the, you know when people put up the, the child pictures of people to, because I don't, I don't feel, I don't know that everybody deserves to see all that. I don't need to. I shouldn't yeah. have to show you pictures of him as a yeah, child yeah. to under to get to your, humanize him. And yeah, to such, humanize yeah. him. He's a fucking person who yeah, wasn't. Yeah. Who didn't? You know, everybody keeps saying. And there were people on that that said, "Oh, good job, Stockton PD. He didn't have a gun. Yeah. It was a plastic piece. I understand I the threat, but it was ultimately yeah. the wrong decision. And he hadn't done anything of a, an of act a of violence yeah. toward them or to no. to anybody. He broke uh, a window at yeah. a motel, and when the motel manager's not even mad yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. Who, why the fuck is the cop to be mad about That's it? Wild shit. Yeah, where the where the manager's saying, I'm more worried about him. Over and over, and, say, and kept, yeah, well, and when they said, oh, but it, no, no, and the cop, you can hear, says, no, 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 at one point. Which is, oh, he didn't, the, the person on the phone says, no, 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 to correct the police off, to correct the dispatch person to say, and then say, yeah, he was not violent. So, 
So yeah, every which way possible. I'm just I'm just so furious about it. Did Sorry. You, no, no, please do. So that. so I use only social media because I don't think I should have to pull up child yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. jewelry. That's to... that's if if his mom and dad want to pull that up and show it, that's fine. I didn't feel it was my right. So I, I found kinda, a, I respect that. I like yeah. that. I dig that. So I found a picture of Jory where it was where he was just smiling. He was just fucking happy. Mm. And that's what it is. And I'm not gonna and I'm not trying to make up for anything that Jory did in his life. There were times that there was I was upset at him for some some stuff that happened between him and uh, my brother. So it wasn't even like I'm like the oh, you know, greatest person like I understand he had issues. Um but to, it's much different, of course, when you see them murdered um, and you see them disrespected by all these people that don't know them. And then you see them, you see the way that people just absolutely don't respect that this was a human life, that this was somebody who was a brother and a, yeah. you know, and a, and, and a son and a cousin yeah. and a grandchild. And this is the same person who called himself, who would call his mom, mommy and tell like on social media, I thought that was really funny. He would, you know, this, this dude with all these dreads and stuff. Yeah. And I love my mommy, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then say you're the best and saying there's no, you know, you've always been there for me and I so appreciate you. And that's what I put on there. I put this picture of Jory where he was just happy. And it's one of, I think it's kind it's of beautiful. a family favorite, you oh, know, yeah. as an adult smiling with, I think a Raiders cap too, which, you know, Whatever. oh man, Whatever. God it's, bless you for being a Raiders <laughs> fan. God, holding on to that. Cause that's hard. Did you find that the, <laughs> but, the, the art project was like healing it all for you, therapeutic. Actually, any closure um, or more. Sometimes it can be more painful. It's more. It, it was opens painful. the the wounds actually, a little bigger. Yeah, right? It was hundred percent painful. Oh. Um, it was. Uh, so, when I put the part on the ground, I made the the outline of his body, um, and I put the picture of him, and I put everybody's terrible remarks, and then I put the remarks that he would send to his mom. So people had to see how Ugh. this person would talk to their mother and see how, if you can, how can you disrespect somebody who is so glowingly loving and respectful of their mother and appreciative. Ugh. And then I put, when I put this picture, um, this is like the last thing I did too. I remember I was in the back and I came to the art. When I got to the show, um, I was like an hour late and professor King had to your own show. There, I wasn't the only. Person. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so there very, was very stylistic and fashionable. It was not on purpose. It was because print shit went wrong. Computer broke down. Oh. Second computer broke down. It was just wild. It, everything kept getting in my way. So, and you know this as an ADHD person, you already operate on a thin yeah, schedule. Yeah, it's yeah. The so, worst. You're always like stretching every. Yeah. Minute. So uh. I'm like, just like okay, but I'm like, I'm gonna get there. So I, I get there. I and my professor King had said, Well, we have one that's going to be live mounted when everyone's here. Built it up. <laughs> so Shit. we have one more. It's in this space. Everybody's like, What's going on in this space? So, so they were waiting. It's going to be this like, it was like a performance piece. So as I'm putting this last piece together, when I, when I put him on the, the, because I made a three foot picture of this person oh. and I put that on the wall. And I painted it pink and blue and purple. And I talked about, I put some little notes up about how, because I, I graffiti wrote on it, graffiti on it. You know, two kills, two years on the force. Oh. Awesome cop. <laughs> so. I like your vocabulary <laughs> choice right yeah, there. So, and, uh, and put that, you know, like I said, in some other stuff. And underneath it, I put the, the phone call and I made it look like I used the waveform of the audio. Oh, that's ill. So the waveform of the audio, because... When that the person the, from the hotel, when the motel said he's a young black man, when they after trying to humanize my cousins, yeah, yeah. the cops, 
he's a young black man, got so quiet that that line stopped for a second. Like it was flat line. That, it was, that silence like speaks a lot. Yeah, because they yeah. knew. And so I used that because that's oh. all that it took. And that was it. And so wow. I thought it just reminded me of the heart flat line. How you Shit, beep, 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 the EKG readout. And I'm like, Ew, I mean, and I was like, fuck, it's, it it's happened. It's a sad like little yeah. correlation. But that's fucking pretty, and artistically also, pretty fucking hell. Though. Yeah, and the sad thing is I told wow. somebody else that they were just so upset about it. Because I'm like, well, they, they were not upset. They, they were upset, but I said, um, I felt like this was inevitable. And his, said, what do you mean? De- his death? Not his, not Jory's death in particular, but my grandma had 10 kids, right? I've got a shit ton of cousins. I've got a shit ton of, uh, you know, I got a lot of relatives. And that's just my grandma, right? Yeah. So then there's all the relatives in Oakland for yeah. my grandpa. You know, I got a lot of relatives that run around there. And I have, and what's crazy, I have, I have relatives who are well-known good police officers there too that are known around the community. Like I, it's not like, like we're not, you respected know. Respected in the community. Yeah. Um, so I felt like I knew the reason I fought so hard and protested so hard with the BLM thing, because I've been drawn on, I've been had officer threatened to hit me, even though I'm well-spoken and not a criminal. Um, I felt like it was inevitable because I had so many relatives and I knew that there was just the chance somebody could get shot by a cop because uh, of where we're in America. Yeah. And that, that's just the reality you live with. Yeah. And some of my friends, they were like, they, they're so heartbroken. I'm like, but that's what, the, that's what this is though. That's the reality of it. You have to live with that reality. That's kind of inevitable. If you have a, if you are a black person with a big black family or you know a lot of black people, somebody could get shot. Statistically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so by a cop. Yeah. Not by a by a cop. A oh cop, yeah, yeah. By a cop. A cop might shoot you. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm well spoken. I'm not a criminal. I do community service. I've I'm not going to talk about all my volunteer work and what I even do for a living now, because I shouldn't have to justify that as like I'm such a good person. Yeah, I shouldn't should. have to. Yeah. But I have been at a police station handcuffed to a chair when a cop threatened to hit me, because I called him out on the bullshit. Because I said. When they arrested me at a house party I had for my birthday one time and drugged me all the way from my home and arrested me in fucking Fresno. And I sat there and I told the guy, you know, I said, um, it, 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 it occurred. I said, you know, it dawns on me. I said, as I'm sitting here handcuffed and I was the only people there, super late. No one else is in this, in this little area we're in at the moment. And I said, it dawned on me that a friend of mine had a party. And I said, there was over... 200 maybe 300 people there i know this because when i walked out they were counting and oh, the cops were counting yeah someone was counting me and my girlfriend at the time were number 189 oh you go to jail you, go to prison, you got a number dude. they go 188 189 as they're counting with 90 because they're counting how many people were coming out of this party it's the weirdest fucking there was a lot of fucking people behind me right Fresno, you guys don't know this, but I feel bad because I thought LA, what I learned about LA versus living in the central Central California, we fucking party. We have parties, we cruise, we get to do all these house parties and all this stuff that people don't get to do here. You have land, you have yeah, yeah, so, space, yeah. Right? and you just get wild out there. So so I was at this party and I'm like, God, there's a lot of people behind me. And I think my friend had said there was like it was I knew we went over two hundred he went over two hundred. a lot of people for him. But did he get arrested? No. Did you get drugged from his home? No. Did none of this happen? On your birthday, too. On my birthday. Damn, that's a shit. Mind you, my neighbor is a union rep. And I went to him at this time. I'm I'm like 28. And I remember I said, hey, I'm having a party. I just want to let you know, man, just so you don't get, you know, he's like, and it's a Saturday night. And he's like, oh, okay. He goes, well, just trying to keep it to like midnight, man. I go, understanding. So I go like this. I'm like, all right. And I walk away and he shows up. Oh, to the party. No, no. My my neighbor comes back after I've had like five minutes. So he goes, 
dude, I am so sorry, man. Stay it, bro. I forgot. He goes, I'm a family man now. I forgot what That's it's cool, like. Yeah. Have your party. Live it up. I, I don't stay up till you can stay up as long as you need, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm like dying because I just I just forgot for a second. It's a Saturday. Don't even worry I about like me. that. But that man, when they drug me off to the cop car and put me in the car, he came over and was was negotiating with the cop. He's like, hey, and talking to him. dude, my neighbor? Yeah, because what ended up happening, we have this house party. A fight broke out in the front yard because shout out to my friends. They didn't want me. They told me, don't even worry about the party, Carrie. We got this. You just have a good time. Regarding the fight? No, even before that. You just have a good time. We'll keep control of the party, man. Don't even sweat. So I'm having a good time. I'm running around being wild. That it's was your it. Birthday, as it's you my should. birthday. We had a couple of kegs. We had a bunch of hard alcohol. It was a Mardi Gras theme. I had oh, stuff on the walls. Go, dude, <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, fight broke out of my front yard, and not even a fight, mind you. It was some assholes trying to get into my party. Like and, not your nobody's friends, like randos. And strangers. they were being shitty. And so my friend said, "Hey, I think maybe you guys just kind of like this. Maybe you guys just kind of go. It's not really a party." You, and they're like, "Who do you even know?" You know. Yeah. And they're like, and so one of the guys says something, and my one of my buddies' buddies is telling like, "Dude, chill, chill the fuck out." And the guy got shitty with him, and he knocked him out with one punch. And this will get your friend and get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> They're wild too. You're yeah. sig- significantly outnumbered and shit. Yeah, like and also, and literally, he did it when this guy after this guy's talking, fuck you, blah, blah, whatever. He's coming up at him. He told him, dude, don't come at me. <laughs> and he knocked him out. Wow. One punch, he's like, get your fucking friend and get yeah. the fuck out of here. He's a big football player, dude. So he's yeah. like, I really don't need to, I'm not trying to fuck with you. I don't need this. Yeah. So they start looking for next season, dude. Yeah, he's like, tear his ACL. I don't need your shit. So he sends him on his way. The, I have a cop that lives down the block. I think he called. And guys, whatever. So they they come through my. At the time, I lived in a nice neighborhood in Fresno, up north near. Um, I was unaware of that. No, it's, I'm uh, oh <laughs> no, there's rich people live there. There's people world. There's a, somebody who actually regularly drives his Ferrari Enzo around. Shit. Yeah. Balling it out, dude. I took photos with somebody recently with their McLaren. So, Shit. yeah, if you can live up there, you can live like a fucking king because you have so much money. Yeah, yeah you're not spending a gazillion dollars. Yeah. Apartment, <laughs> yeah. Dude. That's wild, dude. So, um. Yeah, so we party, whatever. So anyway, I got way off on a tangent there. So anyway, right. so I'm I'm sitting back to what I was saying. I'm sitting handcuffed to a chair, and I tell this cop, I said, you know, it, it dawns on me. Also, I watched him write the report when I was in my in the car because cops start showing up. My friends push anyone who's outside inside my house. So it's not noisy. Yeah, yeah. everybody get in. They no, turn off all the music. Considerate partiers. And then everyone in the backyard, we pull inside the house. Actually, yeah, we should pull them like kind of. I, I remember not, everybody not was, the everybody's either. and it's quiet. So, cop comes up. I walk out. I go. Um, I walk out and I go. Oh, hey, how you doing? You know, like, you know, usual. Hey, what's going oh, on? Hey, guys. Yeah, he's like, oh, we're here to put a party. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's no. my birthday. And as I'm talking to the cop, two other cops walk right by me and open my backyard door, my side door, my side oh, wow. gate, and I go. Hey, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, you can't do and that. I reach my hand out. Mind you, I want to explain to you, they are well over 10 feet away from me. They are at the side gate that's, of my house. A there intriguing. is a, I'm at the front door. There is a window and wall to the, you know, in before the side gate. It's not, you know, it's a house. So as I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it wasn't like I made a threatening. My hand is open. I see the normal, yeah. hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. The cop in front of me grabs me, throws me up against the stucco of my house and says, you can't fucking reach. Don't make a motion. Like, what are you talking about? And he goes, "You can't reach. We can't do that. Can't make a motion. Like, yeah. can't make a motion towards." Like, I'm like, "You can't enter my yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. You can't enter my home. Either dude. ask you or yeah. present a warrant, dude. You can't just touch. You can't that enter shit. my home. Handcuffs me. Throws me in the car. They raid my house like it's a fucking drug raid. Beanbag shotguns. Also, I still need fucking a warrant to do that shit. Yeah, beanbag shotguns the whole night. All the whole thing. 
force everybody out of my party. Dude. My neighbor comes over to talk to me about, hey, you, no, it's not talking to me, but talk to the, the officer. Yeah. This officer, by the way, was stupid. And I say this not as like a, I'm not saying like, oh, he's stupid because he's an officer. I'm saying he was stupid. He was, wasn't the sharpest. I'm saying this is yeah. somebody who's taught many people who regularly worked as an English and linguistics tutor. I'm telling you, this person was stupid. And, and said stupid shit to me on the ride over, like trying to be my friend. I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense yo, to that's me. the worst when they try yeah, to like befriend like, you when you're in the back of a yeah, stock like, car. Son like, of a bitch, my, I'm my wrists home. are purple. I don't, yeah. I don't want to have a convo with you, bro. Yeah. So, and I'm watching him right in his report. There were a hundred people on the front yard. What a dork, dude. Bitch, I live in a yeah. suburb. Yeah, what a my, dork. My fucking front yard yeah. is like 12 feet. By ten feet, by I'm like, is everybody lined up one in one by one squares <gasps> on my? That's so crazy. he says, so says this whole thing, and then says there were over my. So I'm go, so I'm looking for the back seat. Like there was not a hundred people yeah. on my front yard. Like, don't don't use all of them. He starts right. making. He didn't say don't, like don't look at that. You don't worry about that. Let's I'm like, I'm telling you, there wasn't a hundred people on my front yard. So by the time I get down to the station, nine of my friends have called the cops. On your on your behalf or to yeah. look, to look yeah, where yeah to at? say hey, there's we just watched this happen. So by the time I got there. This idiot starts telling me about it. Mind you, he also found it. He goes, where are you from? He goes, he starts talking. I'm talking. He asked me what I am. I said, I'm Persian and black. He goes, oh, it's beautiful country. You should go out this beautiful country. You ever been out there? I'm like, no, dude. And I'm trying to imagine this piece of shit in Iran. Like, anybody would like him. Hilarious. Yeah, so he gets me down there, whatever. And my friends called. And he said, oh, you got some phone calls about you. I'm like, oh, yeah? And he goes, yeah. Makes some stupid remark about, I can't even remember at this point. But I say to this dude, I said, you know what? Dawn's on me. I was at my friend's party few weeks ago he had almost 300 people there i know that because i was number 189 walking out i said he was not arrested yeah he was not handcuffed to a chair he was not none of these things happened to him they didn't raid his house with beanbag shotguns take kegs do all this stuff none of this happened i said so i guess at the end of the day is no matter what to you i'm just some nigger and he said, and he looked at me, and instead of being what his conference, he walked over to me, and he stood over me and clenched his fist. He goes, say that shit again. What did you say? Say that shit again. And I said, and I said to him, I looked up, and I said, you heard me. Because I'm thinking, if this fucker's going to hit me. Easy to be tough when you're fucking yeah, got I'm handcuffed to a fucking yeah. chair. So I go, and I remember I was like, and I, that's what I said. I said, you heard me. And then he just, and we, we had this pause moment. I take that back. I hadn't looked at him. I looked at him for kind of for a moment. I looked at him on the side when I was saying something, but I forgot I didn't look at him. When he said, I just said, you heard me. I looked forward and I said, you heard me. And then he, and he just, and nothing happened. He just, and I, and he goes, and this is what he says to me. You know what? I was going to let you go. Yeah, but now yeah, I'm like, yeah, right. Dude, fucker, yeah. you drove me. I live on the north side of town. You drove me all They're not going through way. all that trouble to yeah, let you to go. Yeah, to take me to the station and handcuff yeah, if me. If they let you go, they let you go. Exactly. Right yeah, this yeah. fucker booked me. It's not over yet, Jake. It's not fucking over. I go to work. I wake up. I mean, I, 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 I'm in jail. I fucking like, fuck these guys, whatever. I get out in the morning. I like go get my stuff. I wake up. I'm hungover. Oh. I drive back to my, I, I mean, I take a, take a cab, whatever. Cause there's always one at jail <laughs> back to my house. And I told the guy, I, I got in the cab, laid down, got back, made a loose bloody Mary and went to my, went my, my, <laughs> like part, my part-time job at target at the time. And so and everybody's like, oh, we thought you were oh, we're so crazy because they couldn't believe I was back yeah, there already. You walked in there like a badass. Yeah. Mother. I broke out. I broke out. So I get off work. <laughs> I call to file a complaint. The cop on the phone says to me like, well, uh, well, you know, we found this and that. Maybe but I'm like, they, they might have seen something in the backyard. And I said, no, no, they couldn't. It's because when I said they entered my 
my home yeah. illegally without yeah. asking me. Well, we have to know this. And they, maybe they could have seen something like, no. Yeah. I said, no it is a us. long side gate. It's yeah. not, doesn't lead into the backyard. It leads to the side of the house, which goes yeah. to the backyard. And I said, and by also by that time, by the time the cops got there, we had pulled everyone inside. It, you, know, you know this. Everybody yeah. knows the drill. Yeah. You know this. And it was absolutely quiet. The lights were off. It was just fucking quiet and nothing in my house. Because my friend who was inside the house told me how shocked they were when, shout out to Phil, who was on the phone. Who Phil. This, Phil Garvin, dancer for uh, the Kenjas out Phil. here. Yeah, so um, Phil told me, he goes, dude, we were just shocked. He goes, everything's quiet. We're just sitting there like, oh, usual party shit, right? And he goes, and then all of a sudden, out of the back, the sliding glass door, fucking cops. And we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know. What, what buzzkill? Yeah. Dude. I mean, that's an understatement. But. So this cop... I tell him like, hey, you know, I said, hey, you know, I'm talking to this, this, the whatever officer, the supervisor officer on the phone. I'm like, hey, I want to file a complaint because this, this and that. And he goes, well, you could have been like, there, there, everybody's inside my home, you know. I, and so I'm continuing going, well, you know, what about this? Because what if we say, you know, blah, 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 and I'll talk to him, the usual bullshit. And I said, well, that's fine, but I'd rather make a report so yeah. that it's on the record yeah, for yeah. the next time that something of happens. Then this officer says to me, well, well, I don't know, because this and that, and you were having this, and we're going back and forth They weren't it. letting you make a report. Then he says, yeah. So I'm like surprised. He goes, well, maybe I don't want to do this, and maybe I'll blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, you can mail it to me. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I don't wild, care. Because at a certain point, well, maybe I'll just, and this way he said, maybe I'll just bring it to you then. How about that? Dude. And uh, I, at first I thought it was a lot. You're lazy ass. I know it's not yeah. going to drive Well, I, I'm, I'm actually skipping a part, too, because I forgot I'm getting hyped up, and this happened a while ago. So I forgot. Before that, I told the officer because he said, well, maybe about maybe I don't, this isn't a report. Maybe I won't take it. I said, look, if you're not going to take this, I said, I know the law from having worked with police before. I know that if I ride on a napkin that I saw a dog pissing on the moon on my roof, you have to take that report. Yeah. I'm fully aware of that. Which you, you should do, actually. Yeah. I said, so I, I'm 100% no. You have to take that report. So I said, so if you don't want to take this report, I said, you just tell me, that's fine. I said, you mail it to me. I said, I'll come down. That's when, that's when we switch into the thing. He's like, you know what? How about I just bring it to you? How about I bring it to your house? I got one right here. I'll bring it to you. I said, you know what? Mind you, it's after 9 p.m. I'm off work. It's after 9 p.m. at this point. It's actually after 9.30. So it's after 9.30 p.m. on a Sunday. And I say to this police officer, I said, and he's like, oh, maybe I'll come here. Maybe I'll bring you the report. And they say, then so I said, look, so that's not necessary. I'm about to leave. Why don't you just mail me the report? I'll fill it out. Or I'll just come down and get the report myself. Like a normal. Like a normal person. Yeah. He's like, well, whatever. We hang up, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I'm talking to my friend Phil on the phone about what happened. <laughs> I'm talking to my friend oh. Phil on the phone about what happened. And he's like, oh, you know, because everybody wants to know if I'm alive, whatever. There's a fucking ding dong at my goddamn door after 10 p.m. on a Sunday. He dropped that shit off. I no go, fuck away. I walk over there. And it's the fucking cop. And I go, Hilarious. I'm looking out there, and my and my friend Phil's like, oh, shit, who, who is it? I'm like, it's that fucking cop. And he's like, that's are you serious? That's a Tom Petty cop. And he goes, that's petty and, he goes and Phil says to me, he goes, oh, dude, okay, call me back. When I'm like, no, bitch, don't get off the phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, stay on the that's phone. That's your survival tip <laughs> yeah, right there. So I leave my phone on and leave it down. And so we, I open the door. I go, hey, what's up? And he goes, oh, hey. I just want to tell you off the bat, man, I'm looking over at your side, Gus, and I can see around into your back. I can look down here and kind of see around and go, everyone was in my home. Yeah. No one was back in the back. He goes, well, so we start talking. And he's like, well, just he's trying to explain everything. And we start disagreeing over and over again. Surprise, surprise, dude. And so I say, and at a certain point, and I go, you know what? 
This is odd. He goes, what do you mean? You coming here to, after 10 o'clock at night, after yeah, I specifically on a told Sunday, you. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. After I told you I wasn't going to be here and asked you not to come, after I'm trying to file a report about these people, this seems odd and it seems like much. It seems like much since I already told you I didn't want, I didn't no. need you here. Yeah, they're all up in your shit like you're Osama bin Laden. And then his eyes got so fucking big. And you see the fucking panic on his face of suddenly, which I love doing that to them because then when they, they have a panic mode, the panic. And I go, well, well. And then I say this. I go, you know what, man? And we kind of, he's like, well, I mean, I'm just trying to, and we're, it's, it's nothing's, he's like, free to go, you, can I just have the report? Can I just have the, the complaint form? Yeah. And he looks at me and he says, I didn't bring it. Yo, dude, <laughs> this so. guy needs a fucking friend or, or <laughs> so, a girlfriend. I'm like, that. You did, that's a drive. So, that's a troop without the document just to come there to fuck with you. Or maybe he really did need a fucking friend. I stared at him. And so I just stared at him and he goes, I'm going to go. And I go, I'm going to say, thank you for your time. And he goes, thank hilarious, you. So, dude. He that's walks hilarious. off. He beat. And then that fucker beelines across my lawn. I'm like, walk around the fucking lawn. You see piece of shit. I just watered. This uh, like, first of all, this isn't, fertilizer. That common, isn't that fucking common to, to respect somebody's lawn and not walk across their lawn? But they're disrespectful pieces of shit. And I'm in a nice neighborhood again. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I worked two jobs at that time. So I'm like, don't fuck with me. I'm in two jobs. Don't, don't step on the hydrangeas. Dude. Yeah. So, um, then I'm talking to, I go pull on Phil. Like, do you hear that? He goes, and Phil just says, I didn't have it. And I go, okay, you heard all of that. Dude, so then I go back. So then I'm talking to him. Another knock at my door. And another ding dong about five little, like maybe two minutes later. Not another cop. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, open the door. Yes. And he goes, I found a complaint for him in that car. <laughs> See, dude, what a bitch. I mean, at least he had like the fucking whatever to like bring that shit in. But like, there's no way so, you, you didn't bring it. What a dickhead. So I looked place. at it. I didn't really even say anything. I just held my hand out. I go, thanks. And I, I don't even know if I said you're, anything. I remember second he left. And he beelines across my life. Again. Like, don't walk on my lawn. Yeah. Dude, again, dude, I just wanted that. <laughs> you said there was 100 people on there. Nobody was on my lawn. People respect my fucking lawn. Fuck the lawn now. There's like mud yeah. holes. <laughs> so, the grass um, up. So, uh, so what ends up happening is, and I didn't even get a defender. I got a, I call, I... I contact Fresno's uh, public defense office. They believed everything I said. And do you know why? Because they're the, the paralegal who I dealt with at first, black dude, he said, no, man, I'm sure everything you told me is true. He goes, and he goes, you have witnesses, right? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, like, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, man. He told me a story about something that happened. He goes, but he goes, before I had this job, he goes, I was in my home with my daughter and my wife. Cops busted into my house and fucking tased me in my own home in front of my daughter and Fuck, my wife. Dude. And he goes, <laughs> I was like, wow, dude. And he goes, yeah. In front of witnesses, too. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, that's, and that, this is why I do this now. Yeah. He, he, oh, oh, so that was before he was, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. So that was like, that's like his like superhero origin yeah, story. Superhero origin wow. Story. And I go, did you get paid for that? Takes, he goes, well, that's what it takes, dude. And he goes, we're doing all right. <laughs> so wow, like, yeah. fuck, dude. Yo. But he fully believed. So I gave him all these phone numbers. So what would happen oh, is wow, that's crazy. every time I talked to the, the uh cause they gave me for that incident in my house, they gave me drunk in public. They gave in me in your own house, which is nuts. Yeah. I'm on my front, I'm standing on my yeah. porch. They gave me drunk in public, they gave me obstruction. Of course. They yeah. gave me contributing to delinquency of a minor. They gave me just all these so yeah. every time I would go back. And they were saying, so the, the public defender saying, you know, and I'm like, no, I'm not pleading. We're going to court. We're going to court. Yeah. So um, not the first time I had beaten a cop 
in a court case. Yes. They tried to stick me with drama, dude. Dude, they tried to stick me with DUI before that was in whole thing before that shit. And that time uh, that was later on. And I, I, it's not the first time I had to fight a cop about lying. It's, it's actually, I, it's three different times in my life. I've had to fight a cop and one, and you know what happens to the cop? Fucking nothing. Oh yeah. They, there's no, there's nothing against them. They know they lied. They know whatever, like whatever. So, the, he tells me this every time we would go back and I'd get a new message from I'd, t- I'd interact with the public defender's office. They'd say, "Well, so they dropped this charge." <laughs> yeah. so. That's when they know they have a weak ass case. Yeah, dude. they dropped this charge. You just have to agree not to have a party for six months. And I go, "No, hilarious." Fuck them. I remember telling what, them, "What, what a, a hilarious like barter." barter yeah, like, like, hey, we're gonna make a little power a little piece like no ragers yeah. carry no ragers no strippers no. at the party and then we'll be dude, cool it got or you got to invite us that yeah the guy, dude, he was like every time dude every time a charge would drop off i get there to the court i'm dressed in my nice suit i'm dressed in a nice suit so much so that people keep coming up into me and asking me where you the you're a lawyer they think like, i'm a lawyer yeah, excuse no, yeah. Me. prosecutor excuse me uh, like, no uh, <laughs> not, they thought you were like da yeah i'm not here for that so you could be a great lawyer. You look yeah. like you could be a great lawyer. <laughs> so, if I catch a case, could you defend me? Do you know what it is? You know what it is? I always look at glasses TV wherever I am. I didn't have glasses. Ooh, I didn't wear glasses at this point. That's a great one. Yeah. Look like you're supposed to be wherever I look like you I'm supposed are. to be there. I never look like I'm out of place. I never look nervous about uh, where I am. Dude, that's, see, that's yeah. like a level, that's, again, what did I say, guys? He's a fucking artist, dude, because <laughs> that takes, that takes some wherewithal, dude. Like, you know, So I'm working, I already have an AA in communications, which I graduated with highest honors. So I'm working on my AA now, my BA now. I don't know where I'm going yet, but I did graduate with highest honors, so I'm not sure what school He's I'm going also to stand, very much interest. into bragging. No, I'm <laughs> no, no, I know. It's uh, dude. Shit, dude. But yeah, so I'm just saying. So well, are you maybe like you're like better call Saul, but like not a crimey like a lawyer? I am. No, I've gotten that on, on multiple. You're like the things. real lawyer. No, for the no, people. I am. I, I get it, multiple multiple personality tests, and people have told me you should be a lawyer just dude, because of the way that I can work somebody what they're saying. If I was to happen to exist in the realm of criminality, <laughs> I would love to retain your legal counsel, dude. I would love for you yeah. to speak on my behalf in in the fucking courtroom. Well, dude. and also the thing is, here's a here's a quick fact for everybody quick fact fact. hit us if somebody hits you with an uncomfortable question don't answer it yeah yo dude that's all you got to do yeah if you ever get arrested don't say shit when you don't even talk about arrest if a if a a supervisor makes you all you have to say is can neither confirm nor here's the one thing you have to say god you're smart all you have to say is give me a second i want to answer this properly yo that's all you have to say give me a second i say tactfully I, yeah. I say like I need to. Pro- I need to spoken properly... like a quality defense. Yeah, I, you can say tactfully, but you have to understand tactfully kind of implies something different. <laughs> like you have like an art of a war approach. Specific, a yeah, sim, and that means line. and that if you're prepared for them to be worried. But that's yeah. another basic thing about and you if you can own silence, you will win everything. But you have uh. to learn to be comfortable in silence. You can break a person uh. in silence, and I've done that to bosses. I've done it to whatever. Where I'm just not. I uh. won't break. In the silence. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes, dude. So, so this goes out, this goes out to a lot of you, maybe former employers or bosses or not so <laughs> understanding guys. This is what we're gonna give them. Yeah, silence. All you need is silence for a second. If you can own your silence, yeah. you will win. You'll yeah. win everything. Drive you will. Nuts. Yeah. You just have to be able, and that's just say, I need a moment to let me yeah. let me answer that because if somebody tries to rush you on that, they're yeah. an asshole. Yeah. And, and they're, they're, they're sweating, they're stressing. Yeah, so. I just tried to answer. I'm like, well, why'd you say? I'm just trying to answer it properly because I didn't want to be misunderstood. Yeah, it, and that's yeah. Like, and that gives you the time. Yeah, but again, if you can own silence, that's Dude. the thing. You always have to look like you belong there. Look like even you if you there. can't own it, just try to fucking yeah. rent it. Maybe a down payment layaway. Dude. So when I hung out. With